Welcome to the SDR Disco Call vidcast and podcast, a show designed for brand new sales reps working in the world of tech sales. I'm your host, Neil Buyan, and I'm going to be taking you on a journey on the SDR Disco Call vidcast and podcast. Did you know that you can watch this show live with the guests on YouTube? This show is available on YouTube at happyselling.io. Hello listeners and watchers, welcome to another chapter of the SDR Disco Call Show. We're in July 2022, the time is flying and we're upon summer. And today we've got a very great guest, somebody that I used to know in a former life and it's great to get them back. But as a gentle reminder, if you're listening to this in your local podcast platform, please give us a rating and share. And if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, please make sure you like, comment, subscribe and share as well. But uh, without further ado, Remco, welcome to the SDR Disco Call Show. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, Neil. Thanks for having me. I'm doing very well. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for coming on board, sir. Really appreciate you. And Remco, for the listeners and watchers out there, could you tell us who is Remco? Where are you based in the world? What do you do? And what do they do? Yeah, that's a good question. So I'm uh, Remco Haas. I'm uh, based in Belgium and I was born and raised in, uh, and raised in Belgium as well. Um, I'm currently a senior SDR at Willow. Uh, Willow is basically an all-in-one social media solution for um, small to medium-sized companies um, that want to do social media but do not have the time or the knowledge of social media to do it themselves. So that's uh, that's basically what Willow does. Thank you very much. So maybe you might have some good social tips for us uh, later in the show, Remco. Maybe. All right. And uh, outside of sales, Remco, what do you like to get up to? What What's your interest in the hobby, sir? Yeah. Uh, well, before or after work, you can find me at the gym. I like running as well. And of course, meeting up with uh, friends and family, it's, uh, yeah, it's basically a must for me. So, uh, yeah. I love that. Thank you very much, Remco. All right. So for listeners and watchers, uh, what we normally do at this point is we visit LinkedIn. And I'm just going to be checking out Remco's LinkedIn today. And because of a technical glitch, I'm not able to share screen today. So sorry about that. But Remco, looking at your LinkedIn profile, you've had uh, the opportunity of working at Orange. You've worked as a junior HR consultant at Ago Jobs and HR. You've been an online reputation specialist at Are They Happy? You've also been a co-founder for your own business. And you're now, as you mentioned, as an account manager at Willow for the last 10 months. And for our listeners and watchers, if you want to connect with Remco, we'll be putting his LinkedIn profile at the bottom of his show notes if you want to connect and ask any questions. But Remco, could you tell us in your own words, your tech life journey and how you got to be where you are today? Yeah, um, that was an interesting journey. So right out of college, I, um, I basically took on the first job uh, that I got offered. And even though it was a nice job, I felt like there was more potential uh, for my, um, there, there was more to do with my sales knowledge and my sales skills, um, which, uh, which actually brought me in a later stage to Are They Happy? Mm -hmm. And um, there I was in SDR for about uh, seven months. But uh, of course, I felt, I still felt that like there was a bit more and um, 
So what I did was I started my own company. But of course, starting your own company is more than just sales. And even though sales mm. were good, uh, there was also like uh, managing customers and invoices and all of that. And it was just way too much for me alone. <laughs> so, um, yeah. what I, so I thought like, okay, I'm going to get uh, back to being an SDR because that's what I do well. Mm. And um, yeah, I got in contact with, uh, with Ludwig, the, uh, the founder, uh, sorry, the CEO of, uh, of Willow. I sent him a LinkedIn message, sent him an email. And uh, already there, I did some uh, SDR work to, uh, you know, get, get a meeting with him. Mm. Two weeks later, we had a first call. We basically talked about running and, uh, and sports for the majority of the time. So already knew it was, uh, it was going to be a culture fit. Mm. And uh, of course, from there on, it went uh, pretty quickly. And uh, fast forward, two weeks later, I was uh, hired. Congratulations. What a cool story, Remco. And um, there's obviously multiple pieces that I want to pick upon like within that and elaborate a little bit further. But like um, whilst you're at Willow and, you know, you have a platform which helps small to medium businesses with their social media efforts, etc. Like what sort of personas do you talk to on a daily basis or trying to talk to and target? Yeah. Um, so basically it's uh, companies that have a sort of expertise to market or offer a uh, using social media. Mm. So that's, that goes from um, consultants, but also lawyers, but also uh, insurance brokers, um, some agencies in marketing or any other uh, subjects. So it's, it's quite wide, but I think um, the main thing here is that all these companies has a sort, have some sort of expertise that they want to offer on social media and therefore stay on top uh, stay top of mind with their uh, potential customers. I love it. So you could be working with a mix of agencies, consultants, and anybody that's like to you know bring about their social media. Those are the people that you connect with. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's exactly what uh, makes this job so interesting that you get to speak with a lot of different people. I love that. I love that. And again, like working in the world of social media, where you know most of us are online, even if you're watching this show. Um, learning best practices and seeing how other people are working must be super cool as well. But um, kind of like coming back to it, like where you've gone into these sort of roles where, you know, you're doing this gig as an SDR piece and then you said that you wanted to do something more. You felt there was something that you could else do be doing and then you're going into your business. Before jumping into your business and going through that story, like what were the things that were going through your head to try and build this picture of where you want to go and what wasn't ticking the boxes for you? And, you know, how did you come to those conclusions? Yeah, um, I think in general, I was sort of being micromanaged. And I thought, like, if we, if only I could do my own thing and just freewheel, so to say, yeah. uh, I could actually uh, get a lot more done and, um, you know, reach my true potential. And I think that's what happened here at Willow because mm. they have given me the space to actually do my own thing and uh, use my own style and use my own style of communication. And uh, yeah, so far it's been working quite well. I love that. And let's say, for instance, we've got a listener or a watcher in right now where they feel a similar way. Um, but they don't know what they want to do with that sort of freedom or they're thinking, you know, like I want to do my own thing and I want to get it down. What bits of advice would you get them to have, you know, success in doing that the way that you're doing it at Willow? Yeah. Um, I think 
in general, it's uh, it's never a bad idea to to just try something. Just get in contact with with somebody uh, with a, with a company, for example, that you want to work at. Uh, see what they have to offer. You know, just have a chat. And uh, for making important decisions, I have this framework that I follow. It's uh, it's a, the actually the weighted decisions matrix, and okay. basically you give a score um, to different subjects and uh, how important they are and what weight that they have on your final decision. Mm. And in total, you have like this total score and that allows you to make a decision based on numbers and not on emotions alone. So again, that's some great advice in terms of, you know, being able to make an informed decision uh, as to how you want to go with things as well. And, you know, when you're waiting things up and then you said, like, you had this opportunity of going into your own business and dealing with, you know, the whole breadth of the business as well. Yeah. So what was that journey like? Like, how did you make that informed decision? And then when you got there, what was going on in that world? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I think I made it fairly quickly because um, at one point I just thought I need to get out and I need to do my own thing. So I got out, I did my own thing. And, uh, but of course it was, uh, mid COVID mm. and, um, yeah, things were a bit difficult, uh, back then, but, um, I just realized that I had to learn a lot of things very quickly because it's more than just sales. Mm. And, um, even though it didn't w uh, work out the way I wanted it to, um, I learned uh, a ton of things and uh, skills that are still relevant to this day in my, uh, SDR job mostly being proactive in everything that you do. Yeah, I love that. And it, it's true, you know, like some things we have to go for them and they may not always turn out the way that we plan, but they actually sometimes may turn out in a better iteration than we could have ever envisioned, right? Yeah. I think me personally, I've gone through that journey where I worked in a startup and I thought, you know, what, I could do it my own way <laughs> and I could do SDR training and I launched my business. And then really quickly, I realized I was, you know, the sales guy, I was the SDR, I was the CSM, I was the finance director, I was a social media manager, and I'm dealing with all of this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, okay, yeah. this is different. Um, and it, you're very right, it can become very overwhelming. And but I learned a hell of a lot. I've learned a lot and I've messed up a hell of a lot and I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, and from that, and then I have gone into things where I've gone back into a job in the capacity of almost being like an employee and living that life and then coming out of it and thinking I could definitely be doing it a different way, but learning from all of those experiences then helps me grow into things. And, you know, it may not always go the way that I wanted it to, but if I look on like four and a half years later, I'm further than I ever dreamed or imagined would. I would have, but the things that I've learned in this business of my own, I've been able to take into other companies that I've worked with and, you know, enhance their things and also enhance myself as well. But where you're saying that you was doing a lot of things and you said it was a lot, like what was going through your brain and how was you managing that, especially like, like during COVID as well? Like what was going through your brain, Remco, of like, you've started this baby and okay, it's a lot. What next? Like what was going through your brain? Yeah. I think um, at, at that point, I just like, I'm going to write this thing until the wheels fall off. And um, I think part of being a good SDR is just knowing that you're responsible for everything that you do mm. and um, for the numbers that you make, of course. And, um, you know, really taking that responsibility 
taking those choices, making them yours, never looking back. Mm. That's uh, that's uh, that's what uh, that's what went uh, through my head on a daily basis. Like I made this decision, mm. and I better, you know, stick to it. Mm. And it's it's my thing to do. Totally agree. And the other side of the coin is Remco. Like you know, sometimes where we we make choices or we make decisions, and then you know, midway through it, when we're realizing, okay, this wasn't how I planned it, and this wasn't exactly what I wanted, and oh shit, yeah. I'm in a place that I don't really want to be. And I've been there, and sometimes my ego has got the better of me, you know, where I've said. Well, I've made this choice and I need to show the world that this is what's happening and this is all going to be fine. But then the other side of your brain may be thinking like, should I give this up? Or, you know, I've worked so hard up until this point. How do I let go of something? That's something that's crossed my mind multiple times over the years. And I was just wondering, has that ever happened to you? And, you know, if so, how were you able to let go of that thing and then go back into thinking, right, I'm going to do this SDR thing again? How, how did you... How did you rationalize that? Yeah, that's uh, again, is a good question. Um, I think, in in general, um, ego is 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 the enemy, and um, but it's also really important to knowing when to jump ship, mm. because at some point it just makes sense, and it doesn't mean that you're a quitter. Um, if you jump ship and you start something, you start over. Uh, it's important to know that you you didn't fail; you just learned. And you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. And you can take that experience into your next opportunity. Mm. And that's what I did with my own business. Everything that I learned, being proactive, managing customers, um, just being quite, how can I say it, um, just very strict follow-up, mm. so following up very strictly. That's also, also something that I learned the hard way, how important that is. Mm. Uh, that's also something that I took um when becoming an SDR again and like i said it served me super well so if the if anybody out there wants to start their own business and you have a little savings uh put aside uh, or you're living at home and the risk is not too high mm. i should just i would suggest you just go for it you're gonna learn so much you're gonna yeah you're gonna fall flat on your face probably but that's what that that's just the beauty of it you learn so much from it Love it. And I, I love that takeaway where you say, you know, you're not starting from scratch, you're starting from experience. And 100% yeah. that's right, you know, and knowing when to jump ship, that can be a very daunting uh, piece for a lot, of, especially like within the SDR role, where maybe if it's your first role, you've maybe pitched it to your friends and family. Hey, I'm starting this new life. I've got this cool startup I'm going to go to. And then you get into it, you're like, and then your friends and family say, so how's that job going? You're like, mm, I don't know. And then maybe that, that fear of it. And I've done that with my friends and family. And, you know, when I've started new gigs and stuff like that, at like the beginning, it's all like heaven. It's like a honeymoon. Like everything's going great. And then six months in, you're just like, okay, this is exact. And this wasn't what I planned. And this isn't where I want to be. And again, to that point of ego is the enemy. You have to kind of face that as well. But um, to your point, you know, knowing when to let go or sometimes not knowing when to let go, but just letting go and trusting the process that you will find something, right? Mm -hmm. So I think you may find a gig and it all seems cool at the beginning and then, you know, midway through it, it isn't. And then having that conversation with yourself of, is this making me happy? Is this taking me to where I want to get to in life? Is it giving me the freedom to be who I want? 
And if those boxes aren't being ticked, then you can kind of make an informed decision or a weighted decision as to, okay, I need to act upon this. And as you effortlessly did, you made a decision swiftly, quickly to jump into something, you tried it out, you realized it wasn't for you, and then you said, right, Gonna make another decision to go back into something else and see what I can take there. But you've learned so much from, like you say, managing customers, managing a business to then, you know, becoming this SDR and coming into Willow and helping them grow as well. I think that's, you know, beautiful, but, um, scary as hell. And yeah, launching your own business to your point, if you've got some capital aside and, you know, the risk isn't that too high, go for it. You learn a hell of a lot. And I think. Something because I've, I've, I've had a few friends that I've helped them or given them the idea to launch their own business and everybody's scared at the beginning. And I kind of say there's two types of businesses that you can have. You can either have a lifestyle business or you can have what you call a funded type business, like a startup business. Now, a lifestyle business, if you were to like put it in little blocks, is it starts with little or no capital. What you pretty much need is a laptop and a Wi-Fi connection. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that you're going to be working with are either going to be contractors or freelancers versus hiring an actual staff base. Um, and the business is built around the founder and their time and their commitments. That's what I call a lifestyle business, and that's kind of like what I do with Happy Selling. The other side of the coin is the people I work for, I help, or startups where, you know, they hire a team. Uh, you're going to have marketeers, you're going to have customer success, you're going to have sales, and they all are paid a wage. You need to have either, you know, a remote location or a built business location to be deemed real. Uh, but then majority of the decisions of that company are led by the investors, right? You can't really do anything or say anything or breathe without the investor's permission. Now, working for or starting one of those, it's totally up to you which way you want to go. And they are both as tough, but you learn a hell of a lot. And I've been in both worlds. I know which I prefer the most. Uh, and I like working with the other side of the quadrant of, you know, the startups, etc. But with yourself, somebody who launched their own business and then went into Willow, were there any things that you had to kind of unlearn or kind of like get out of a mindset of, right, I work for myself as my own boss. Now I'm working for a company and helping them. How did you make that transition, Remco? Yeah. Um, so before starting my own business, I, um, I had worked for a company before for a boss. And um, so I, I already knew what it was like. So going back to being an SDR, um, there wasn't really much that I had to unlearn, but I had to, you know, um, get to, uh, how can I say it? I, I had to accept the fact that there was some sort of structures that, mm. yeah, that were fixed and, and not going to be changed. And, and of course I have a lot of freedom. I cannot, I, I really can't complain, but there, there are some things that won't change and you have to accept that. Um, so if if you if you can get over that the transition from having your own but uh, your own business to uh, working for a company again, it mm. uh, goes pretty uh, pretty smoothly. You're right, and it's kind of like I I had to do this in like the last twelve months where I was like founder of my own company, I work with a client, and I became an SDR manager um, versus being a coach. And like for four days of my week, I was their SDR manager, <laughs> and. I had to kind of get out of my mindset. Oh, okay, this isn't my business now. This is somebody else's business and they're paying for me to help them build their business. And with that, things I had to accept was, you know, part of being part of the HR process, responding and reporting to senior VPs, um, providing metrics, updates, and being accountable for my team. 
uh, uh, dealing with disciplinaries, dealing with one-to-ones, dealing with coaching and all of that stuff. And there'll be a number of days where I would be sitting there thinking like, I can do more than this or I've done more than this, you know, and that's my ego coming into play because, you know, we're all proud of ourselves to an extent. Uh, but then having to humble yourself and take not so much a step down, but just recognize that you're part of a moving team and an organization, right? You're not just that solopreneur, but you're part of that team. And things that I've faced difficult with is like gelling back in with that team and with that culture, because sometimes I would see myself as the outsider because normally in my happy selling day, if it gets to like 6 PM, the world of sales doesn't exist. It's not my problem. You know, I go about my own life. But when working in this company, there'd be times I'd be up till 8 or 9 or 10 p.m. on a call or helping with something or building something or answering this HR question. I'd be like, dang, I didn't have to do this when I was running my own biz. And, you know, but I had to accept it. Like you said, there are certain things and I had to get over it. it took me a very long time to get over it, Remco. I'm not going to lie. Right? But then how coming back out of it and coming back into my business, I've learned so much from working in that organization and best practices that I'm able to now put that back into my company and hopefully grow into that iteration as well. But um, coming to yourself at Willow and, you know, being the senior SDR and like having your own lay of the land, what does the typical day of Remco look like at Willow? So you come in in the morning, what does like a senior SDR at Willow do and what's like, what does day to day look like for you? Yeah. Um, so basically um, I think the most important part uh, for uh, an SDR or any uh, any employee actually is uh, properly managing your time because mm. we all need more hours in a day. That's for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so the first thing I do in the morning is uh, I go to my daily tasks. Um, so I use HubSpot uh, as a CRM. I think many people do. Yep. So, uh, but in HubSpot, you can actually select uh, your uh, daily tasks and you can uh, give them a certain priority. So I look out the people, uh, I look for the people that I need to follow up uh, pretty quickly or that are the most urgent or uh, the most, um, yeah, uh, hot, so to say, mm-hmm. leads. And then I uh, prioritize them so I can start my day off quite well. And then, you know, I start doing my calls, uh, of course, see what comes out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, usually my afternoons are uh, quite busy with either uh, calling or uh, with administrative work. Uh, But I usually do my admin work uh, after 5 p.m. because people don't really pick up their phones too much anymore. Well, at least uh, the company phone. And then um, I can just uh, do my admin work in peace. I love that. So waking up in the morning, going on to HubSpot, checking out your activities, and again, like weighting them, like your point system as to what's a priority, medium or low level, yeah. uh, and then making yourself effective, then going in for your calls. Uh, and then later in the afternoon, again, it could be calls, and then you'll leave your admin towards the end of the day where you know people, prospects aren't online, and you can get your stuff done in peace. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's a, that's a good process. And like you said, time management is key. So like having a productive day and we can get many hours in the day lost because we're being unproductive or we're doing things which aren't a priority or moving the needle. Um, so the other piece that I wanted to ask is, <clears throat> so why, whilst working at Willow, helping out in the world of social media, I know there are a lot of SDRs that start this gig and they may come onto LinkedIn and they may come across Aremco who's posting on LinkedIn, talking about topics, 
Um, and they think to themselves, oh, I want to be like Remco and I want to be on social, but I don't really know where to begin or, you know, what's the best practices of an SDR speaking on LinkedIn? What what tips would you give to that person, Remco? Yeah, uh, I think it, it all starts with uh, listening to your customers, listening to the people that you talk with on a daily basis. What are their struggles? What do they want to do uh, with yeah, whatever your product uh, tries to solve? In my case, it's social media. So what do they want to do with social media? Mm. And, uh, and of course, based on that, I just uh, list a few topics that I want to talk about. And of course, um, yeah, I'm just uh, envisioning my structure right now. Yeah. And I also have like this, uh, this type of post that I have. So it's, uh, for example, a listicle, um, it's an analyzation, it's uh, some, a motivational story about a customer. Mm. And yeah, on a daily basis, I just uh, write up my content based on that formula. I love that. I love that. So like you said, like listening to like your customers, what's going on in their world, in your example, the world of social media, then having different types of content posts, like motivational posts, analytical posts. And this gives like a nice mix of the type of posts that you can be going out yeah. and you have your structure and you have your framework and then you just post those out as well. And then, you know, you, you may get some SDRs and I had this one girl from, um, from France who worked for a software company called Chili Piper. And she posted on LinkedIn where she kind of apologized to her network, where she was kind of saying, like, I posted something the other week and I only got one like, so I deleted it. Mm. And she then went on to say that uh, her manager was saying to her, look, if you get one like or, you know, a number of likes, that's not the point of the post. It's like you're trying to put it out there to your network. It may help somebody. It might provide insight to somebody. And she kind of said that she lost the confidence initially because she didn't get that much engagement in the post. But then having like a bit of, you know, confidence boost from manager, it's not about the likes or, you know, the followers and all of that, but it's just the, the case of posting. What would you say to somebody who feels fearful about posting or maybe they're not getting the engagement that they see other people getting out there on LinkedIn? What advice would you give to them, Remco? Yeah, I think um, like many things in life, you, it, you don't have to compare yourself to other people uh, because you don't know the journey of these people. These mm -hmm. overnight successes may very well be years in the making. And um, so when it comes to yourself, first of all, just just go for it. Just do it. Um, don't be fearful that uh, people won't like your content because for all I know, only a small percentage of your uh, network sees your posts in the first place. Yep. Um, so yeah. And, uh, and of course, um, the only person that you should measure yourself against is yourself. Just be better than you were yesterday. Keep writing content and you will get much better of it, uh, at it. Just like anything in life, of course. Hell to the, yeah, Remco. I think that's solid advice. Don't compare yourself and, you know, keep consistent with it. There was a really cool story that uh, a friend was telling me the other day where, you know, if you worry about what people think about you or the way that people perceive you, he said he, he did this, well, he said to try this experiment. If you work near like an underground train station or like a metro bus station, he said, here's the thing. What you need to do is go to this station on a busy morning and go nearest to the platform where people are coming on and off, on and off. And he says, what you need to do is stand in the middle of the hall and stand there for 30 minutes, doing nothing other than just standing, right? And what you need to do is realize you're going to notice all these people going past you in rapid succession. 
And nobody's ever going to stop you or ask you if you're okay, even if you're standing there, for the pure reason of the fact is they're all busy with their own lives. So somebody's exactly. going off to work, somebody's yeah. going off to the gym, somebody's just come back from a late night party and they're trying to get back home. And he said that nobody cares. And yeah. that sounds a bit harsh, to be honest, but it is the reality of if you're posting stuff on LinkedIn, some people will care, some people won't care, or some people will be so busy that they won't even notice that person standing in the middle of the hall or the proverbial LinkedIn wall as well. But as long yeah. as you keep staying in that station day in, day out, maybe with a sign or a post or something like that, people are going to start to notice. And, yeah. you know, measuring yourself against yourself is the best way to do that. So I think sometimes I look at the SDR content we put out through Happy Selling and I go back to a year ago and I'm like, yeesh, did I really write that? And <laughs> that looks really like grammatically, I wouldn't have said that now. But then when you compare it to like what I'm doing now, I look at it and I say, Do you know what? I can see the improvement and it's all about the improvement rather than the perfection. So a hundred percent agree with you there, Sarah and Co. Yeah. So um hundred percent. So with with the other things of like, you know, helping out SDRs to become confident in making those decisions or, you know, just going for it, trying stuff out, you're just gonna learn fail fast as well. If we were to go back to a younger version of Remco a couple of years back where he's this guy in this company where he thinks there is more and he needs to be doing more and he could be doing more stuff as well in his own sort of way, what three bits of advice would you give to that younger version of Remco? Hmm. Um, I would say the three bits of advice that I have for my younger self is believe in yourself a bit more. Um, also, like you said, uh, nobody cares. For example, if you're posting on LinkedIn and you're worrying about how many people will see or like your post, it may it it might not be much. But if you're not posting, how many people are going to see your posts? Exactly. Exactly. So that's something. And um, if you're going for something, just be consistent in doing so. I think consistency is by far the most underrated thing ever. Um, because you learn so much along the way and by doing just by taking consistent action towards your goals mm -hmm. whatever that may be you will get so much further than just you know sitting on the sidelines and thinking about the best approach and it's like a bit uh, i have this analogy of like uh, for example somebody running at like four miles an hour mm -hmm. on the running track and you might say he's running very slow but the, the person sitting on the sidelines, you know, stretching, checking, uh, lacing his shoes, getting, mm -hmm. making sure he has the right gear and all of that, you're still going to, going to be infinitely faster than the person sitting on the set, sidelines. Yeah. Thinking about running, but not actually doing it. Very true. Very, very true. So, like you said, believe in yourself more, be consistent. What would be the third piece of advice that you'd give to that younger version of yourself, Remco? The third piece of advice um, is just be proactive, be relentlessly proactive, uh, actually, because a lot of things, um, how can I say it? Like, for example, in an, an SDR example would be like people saying, oh, I will get back to you mm. or just send me an email and I will get back to you. No, they won't. They're too busy. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get back to them. Yeah. Because and, and, and a lot of the times, if you get back to them, they will actually appreciate it and, uh, you know, value that. So 
hundred percent being proactive in your job and every part of life is super important. Hundred percent. So, like you know, believe in yourself, being consistent, and being proactive. Those are three solid bits of advice to the younger version of Remco. Yeah, and it kind of brings you on to this last point um, that I was reading online this morning about motivation and action. So, a lot of SDRs like ourselves are always looking for like, how the hell do you stay motivated? How do you keep going, especially during tough and challenging times in life that will come? Um, and this post was talking about the fact of motivation doesn't come just out of thin air. It comes from the action of doing things. So, you know, it's kind of like the whole chicken or the egg thing, which one comes first. Yeah. But this person was going along the lines, and I'm paraphrasing here, of, you know, if you need to be sending out X amount of emails or you need to be doing X amount of calls, then it's not so much the motivation to do it, it's just the action of doing it. And yeah. the more consistent you become with that action, you'll then find yourself uh, automatically becoming motivated to do it and succeed in that. So if anybody's watching this, like, how the hell do I get motivated? To Remco's point, it's just go for it, be consistent with it, you know, um, because the more you do that, the inertia that you build up is what will drive your motivation and drive to keep going. So if we put it to like a gym analogy, um, I'm not motivated to get buff, you know, like I want to get healthy and everything. So I'm going to keep going to the gym every morning at 6am and I'm going to do my benches, I'm going to do my curls, I'm going to do whatever. And then as I do this, I will start to see little improvements. And those little improvements from those actions will then motivate me to want to go further and then train harder. So similarly uh, with our SDR positions, if you know, you're know you having that slump or thinking things aren't going right, then do something about it. And if you do yeah. something about it, then you'll get that motivation. Um, and over the years, Remco, I've seen that determination and I've seen that action and I've seen that motivation. I'm very happy and proud to see it come into fruition and I'm wishing you all the best success with it as well. Um, but before we end today's chapter on the show, just wanted to know, do you have any kudos or any shout outs you'd like to give today, Remco? Uh, shout out to you Ooh. for uh, having me on this show. Uh, I you. enjoyed it very much. It was really nice talking to you. Uh, and also uh, I'd say shout out to Victor. Uh, Victor is, uh, is also um, is my colleague at uh, Willow. He has uh, taught me a lot, a lot of things, too much to mention. And uh, of course, I'm really uh, grateful for that. So uh, shout out to Victor and, uh, and to you. Thank you very much, Remco. I really appreciate that. And a big thank you to all of our listeners and watchers on Remco's chapter today. Remember, if you're listening to this in our podcast platform, such as Apple or Spotify, please give us a rating and share. And also, you can send the guest voice notes and messages if you check the bottom of the show notes in the local podcast episodes. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, please like, comment, subscribe, and share, and leave any questions for our guests at the bottom. But as mentioned, with Remco's details, I'm going to be putting his LinkedIn profile in the show notes so you can reach out proactively to Remco and ask him any questions that you have. But Renko, thank you so much for being a great guest on the SDR Disco Call Show. I wish you a great week and most importantly, happy selling, my man. Thank you very much, Neil. Same to you. Thank you so much for listening to our show today. If you work in tech sales and have a career or story that you'd love to share, then please email us at podcast at happyselling.io and we'll be in contact to book in a show.
Thank you for listening to the SDR Disco Call podcast today. We would like to get this message out to more and more sales development reps, so please like, comment, and share in your local podcast provider. If you don't want to miss a show, you can always send a blank email to SDR Disco Call, one word, at bcast, which is B-C-A-S-T dot email, and you'll be added to our mailing list. We're also on the lookout for new guests, so if you work in the world of sales development as an SDR, BDR, MDR, or ADR, and feel that you have an important message or story to share, feel free to email us at podcast at happyselling.io, and we'd love to have you on board.